I'm super excited because in studio I have two special guests. I told you we'd have one, but now we have two very special guests. So we have uh, Dr. Clint Bracknell and uh, other ones known as Matakic. And we have Ruben Yorkshire, who is also accompanying... Uh, Clint. Hey, welcome fellas. Welcome to the Golden Max Lunchbox today. It's thank a you. pleasure to have you on board today and uh, I thank you for taking your time out of your busy day. Now, Clint, you are down to be performing for the Festival of Perth show that's starting here. It's the debut show tonight with the Kronos yep. Quartet. Yeah, written a piece for Kronos to play Yeah, fantastic. and so that'll be pretty exciting. Yeah, super And then exciting. we'll have some other things going on in that piece because music doesn't have to just be what you hear. No. Oh, <laughs> that is tempting. So not giving too much away. Well, not give too much away, but I've got Reuben Yorkshire here with me who's, Ooh, you know, dancer, yes. performer extraordinaire. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Ah, fantastic. So, yes, I think it's it's aligning up to be a fantastic show. Now, obviously working for you with the Kronos Quartet, is a diff- is that a different space for you musically? To oh, work? totally, yeah. I mean, yeah. They're, they're pretty much the best string quartet in the world. Yes. And they, like, push the boundaries of, you know, the idea of new music. Like, because people think mm. classical music is like all, you know, uptight yes. sort of um, German stuff from a few centuries ago. But <laughs> um, these guys yes. are, like, yeah, pushing, pushing it, you know, like yeah. all lots of, um, yeah, incorporation of different different media and stuff into music and... Right. It's yeah. They they got a pretty pretty strong agenda. So it's yeah. And then collaborating with people from all over the world as well. Yeah. So for them, they've never done any sort of collaboration with um, that involves indigenous music from Australia. Right. So this is a new area for them. And right. um, yeah, we've been showing them around, and they went out the fish traps. Um, oh, fantastic! Yesterday, and yeah. they met some local mob and. Been good, yeah. I think. Mm. So, giving them a, a real experience and an insight behind the music as well. Yeah. And so, tell me, how did it all come about? How did you end up in this position where you're working with the Kronos Quartet? I think it's just Perth Festival. Yeah. Yeah, they just sort of, um, Kronos have been doing this thing where they've been collaborating with people from different, you know, musical cultures, musical backgrounds yeah. for the last few years. And yeah, it came time for them to come down to Australia. And I think Perth Festival just put them together with me and said, we'll write them some music. Yeah. So I'd, I'd only done a little bit of arranging for string quartets before just for like helping out singer-songwriters that need some, you know, strings mm. backing them and stuff. And so this has been the first time I've really written for a string quartet, like in its, right. in its true sense, yes. not just to accompany uh, someone in a pop music context. So yeah. it was um, something different. Yeah, very different, mm. I'm sure. A, a bit confronting at first, I'd imagine. Oh, not really. It's just oh, just fiddles, guy. you know, yeah, yeah. a few little fiddles, yeah. big one, one in between. <laughs> oh, good on you. Now, tell us where... <laughs> <laughs> he makes it sound so easy, doesn't he? Well, yeah, um, yeah. Can you tell us, where did you start music? Where did where did your passion for music come from? Oh, I just wanted to play... Um, I wanted to play guitar from as long as I can remember. Yeah. And, um, yeah, there was a music teacher down here called uh, Steve East. He yeah. used to teach classical guitar down here. Mm. And so I think I went and did a few lessons with him and I was terrible because I just wanted to rock out. <laughs> and he was a classical guitar teacher. <laughs> and so he was a lovely man, very patient with me. And I didn't last long though. And then um, I did a few lessons with um, Steve Doherty. Yeah. Who oh, plays down here. He's still, still teaching. He's doing lots still of playing, playing, lots of teaching. Yeah, he's all over the yes. place. He's, he's awesome. 
Um, so yeah, he, he was a great uh, mentor for me when I was younger living down here. Yeah. And um, yeah, then I just, you know, I used to play at the Prem and all over down Albany and yeah, all sorts of things. But I, I left I left town like pretty much as soon as I could, like sort of yeah. 17-ish. And flew the coop and take Flew the coop, went up to Perth and yeah. just, yeah, was playing in bands around there and then yeah. other places. Great. And have you gone on and studied music formally? Not really. Um, no. I've taught it. You've taught it? Okay. <laughs> I was a high school music teacher at Lockridge High School for years and yeah. then I did a PhD in music. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd, I kind of didn't get formal training in a way. Right. I've just had to sort of pick it up. Yeah. So, it's But there's only 12 notes. Like in, in, you know, Western music, there's only 12 notes. There is indeed. So it's like, you know, it's just rearrange those notes in different ways and see what see what happens yeah have and and just explore and be brave enough to explore I yeah guess, yeah too. yeah and yeah. then the thing is it's like when it comes down to it, when you look at different musics it's all it's all about rhythms really yeah and uh, that pulse and if two people are or more two or more people are doing it together it's just that mm. locking in and that synchronicity and and you're just feeling the same thing and and going with it and whatever sort of musician you're playing with that's yeah. Once you find that common ground, then it works. Yeah, it is. I agree. It's a it's a conversation. It's a yeah. kind of space. I absolutely agree. Ruben, you're a musician as well as a dancer, extraordinaire of all things by the sounds of things. Tell us a little bit about your background and where you come from. Um, so, um, my family from from down Esperance and and here as well too. So from Keppercool. Um my my main role is for you know doing these workshops, but Majority, most of my stuff as a creative, I like to do illustrations, drawings, murals, wow. um, dancing, language, um, devising, you know, being creative as well too. So there's a lot more to, to learn as well too and just working in the space as well. So with the kids, we get them, get them up yeah. um, to perform as well too, get them to performance ready. Mm-hmm. We get them to learn the songs, initially know what the song's about um, so then they can take that forward and take that leadership for themselves so they can grow in that aspect as well. Fantastic. So when you're talking about the kids, you have been doing some workshops with, with some of the uh, Indigenous kids with Follow the Dream. Is that the, the kids you're talking about that you've yes. been working with? Yeah, yes. we went into Kulungar's Kindy as well. Oh, did you? Them kids oh, picked it up straight away. Oh, I bet they did. Oh, yeah. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. And I bet that's a rewarding experience as well. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, tell me where your music started from and where it all came from for you. Oh, for myself, um, just mainly with hip-hop for myself. Yeah. Uh, but learning, um, I'm trying to learn as much as I can from um, Arnie Kiley and uh, Clint as well too. Yeah. And, you know, many of our elders who have language, I try to use and you know, incorporate language um, through my art form, from mm. my practice, um, devising from, you know, from songs to you know, murals to anything I can try and put my hands on. Mm. But as well, too, still going through that protocol. So we still practice that and um, ask questions as well, too. So and I'm open for collaboration. So that's something I'm really passionate about, yeah. to try and raise awareness and create that strong um, threshold for the kids to, to, to have a place to develop and nurture their skills yeah. and provide that platform for them to um, speak their truth. 
Yeah, that, that is so important, I think. And what I'm loving is that the, we've, we're seeing the revival of our Indigenous languages right across Australia. We should be seeing more of it, and it's come a lot way too late. And But for you to start seeing it more celebrated and included in, in more of our popular cultures, how, how does that translate for you guys as artists and also as also people? Well... I think, yes, yeah, opening up a big conversation. It, it's a, yeah, yeah, because I mean, there's a long way to go. There is. Um, I think for us, really, that when we got together and did that Nunga Macbeth um, called Hecate, um, that was about getting a group of Nunga performers together and really honing in on language. Yeah. And raising everyone's uh, capacity to perform. Yeah. in our language and that was a big big step and that resulted in like 90 minutes of continuous Nyunga speech on a stage in Fantastic. Perth yeah. um, probably for one of the first times since maybe your old pop was doing corroboree down here in York Street there's yeah. this old ad in the Albany Advertiser yeah. from like around the depression era Yeah, you know, it must have been the 20s or 30s or something and um, it says, yeah, Yorkshire Bob is going to do a corroboree in town tonight. So, you know, roll up and bring your spare pennies and that. Because and, yeah. he was putting on shows in, oh, in the middle he? of York Street. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. yeah. And so I just love, like, Ruben coming back down here and yeah doing some dance stuff and song stuff because it's like there's that, that long-standing history uh, of, you know, putting on shows in Albany and, and doing corroboree and that. Which is lovely, and and I, I just think it's great for our audiences to be part of that as well. And I, I'm going to put it out there, I am ignorant, and I when I try to say some of the Noongar words, I'm, I'm not very good at them. And I think we need to hear them more and more through our popular culture and used more broadly so that we aren't ignorant, and, and I'm ashamed that I'm ignorant. But it's also doing the groundwork, you know, like there's a need for... Um you know, our own communities to to sort of have that capacity building opportunity. Because yeah. like when we're doing that Shakespeare work, you know, it's a big, Kyle Morrison set us this big goal, you know, the, the, our um, artistic director who came yeah. up with the idea. And um, it, it took us a long time to be able to have the confidence to even talk to each other. Right. You know? Yeah. And so for younger people especially, it's like, well, where are those opportunities yes. for regular you know, yeah. practice and interaction and and how do we do it in a way where everyone's supporting each other. It's, yeah. 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 Long way to go. There is a long way to go. And and that this is why I kind of raise it. And for everyone listening at home, I'm catching up with, uh, with Clint and Ruben and they're down with the Festival of Perth, the Kronos Quartet tonight. And, but... Clint, you are known as a language revivalist and you're putting out a lot of work in Noongar language and that's why I kind of raise it as a, as a space for us all to collaboratively kind of go, how can we include this more in our daily lives? How much of the language has been lost because it's not been used? Well, I don't know. I mean, every family is different. You know, some, some families still, I think, use a lot of language. Um, but every day, I mean... Yeah, seeing as we all got to go into school or work or whatever, mm. it's like, well, you know, 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 you
Mm. So it's it's hard it's hard to know. But I mean, once you start using it more for different things, and like arts is a good way to to experiment and use language. Yes. Then you start thinking, oh well, what's the word for that? Oh, maybe we need to bring something back or talk to someone and figure it out. And yeah. Yeah, I guess it gives you that impetus to. To bring it back. To sort of build yeah. build on what, what's already there. Yeah. And, I mean, languages are dynamic anyway, aren't they? They do change yeah. over time as, as we feed into different, and especially now being more global. But so there's bound to be a dynamic shift in the way the language is used from where it was used traditionally. But it's great to see it, it in the art form that you are doing and bringing it back for Macbeth. I mean, how awesome was that? That must have been a challenge, though, because Macbeth isn't straightforward language, is it? You know. Oh, and no, I didn't understand the English. Um, <laughs> Neither do I. But that's why yeah. I thought, you know, when Kyle came up with the idea, I was like, oh, that'll work because I don't yeah. understand when they do Macbeth in English, so we can present it in Junga and that'll be fine yeah. <laughs> for yeah. audiences. You know? yeah. yeah, good on you. Good. And, and was it received well? Yeah. No, we got a standing ovation every oh. night. Oh, yeah. you legends. Um, yeah. But we did it just before... Um, uh, the lockdowns and all that started. Yes. Um, so it was like we did this big show and then like the Australian wrote it up and said it's the best performance of 2020. And But as we know, after that, there oh, wasn't a lot of performance yeah. in that year or the years after. Um, so, yeah, but the good thing is that that group that come through, you know, Ruben's part of that group, Bobby Henry, who's our production manager down here that's working with us. She was in that group. She's played yeah. Lady Macbeth. You know, we're all still really tight and support each other. And then right. there's, you know, younger people coming through that are, all part of that crew as well and mm. like we got no company we got no organization we're just just artists making it happen that just you know do stuff and support each other with our work and yeah you know yeah. then we can we can talk to each other yeah fantastic which is, which is beautiful and and you've got passion you've got drive you've got knowledge and skills and i think just pulling it together is the best way to go isn't it so get locked into a company too much politics there isn't there yeah, yeah. <laughs> leave that at the door. Yeah. <laughs> now, you guys are going to play some music for us. So uh, what have you got for us today? Well, I thought we'd do um, one of the songs from Hecate, the Macbeth that we did. I okay. love you too. Excellent. Um, Tell us a little bit about it. Well, this, it was kind of strange because it's not from Macbeth. I think when we were doing it, because my wife Kylie directed it and she said we need lots of songs in it and then that's why I... You know, I got yeah. involved as well as translating the thing with her. Um, and she'd give me like random lines, or I thought they were random, picked from other Macbeth plays. So yeah. this one's something about, you know, light beyond the window breaks or something and all this right. sort of, I think maybe from Romeo and Juliet. Right. But this is like um, a song about um, the stars and love. Oh, there you go. We've got a love song here. So yeah. we've got Reuben and Clint, and otherwise known as Marikic. Am, am I getting that right now? Yeah, that'll do. Yeah, that'll do. Bless you. Okay, take it away, <laughs> you fellas. Bokija bobina Kariba beard walakalbamin Jinda balap kanango Kurume wa Murdang in quadjet murdang Bokija bobina 
Kariba beard walaka bamin Jinda balat kanango Kurumewa Murdang in kwajit murdang Bukiju bobina Kariba beard walaka bamin Jinda balat kanango Beautiful. Thank you so much. And uh, so lovely to have it performed live in studio. It, it just means so much more. Music, for me, is an intimate space. So to me, sitting together like this and listening to music, it, it really kind of reaches deep into me. So thank you so much. Do you have another song that you might like to do for us? I'm putting you on the spot here just, just because you guys are so lovely. We could do Kolak. Yeah. yeah. Tell us a little bit about this one. Uh, this is the Bull Shark. Right. Um, you want to talk about bull shark? Yeah, it is. Uh, the bull shark is um, this dance that we've created through um, for revitalizing language, and we've come up with a group, uh, Mike Kenning um, Sound Dance, and we've created this performance from three to four years ago with Trevor Ryan and our members of the group um, devising from this quillock, the bull shark, it's a raising awareness about the waterways and warmer weather. And mm. this um, fish travels from the salt water to uh, salt water to the fresh water to lay its pups and to to let people know that um, sending a message and to be very aware with what's happening in the systems and you know the beautiful aspects of what the shark has to offer to clearing and protecting the waterways yeah. so we wanted to show that through showcasing dance and language as well too so getting the kids to sing the songs right. as well too yeah and perform it so the quillock is very special to us as a, a pregnant bull shark so going down and travelling all the way to the riverway and laying its pups. Yeah, so. fantastic. Raising awareness. Raising awareness for me too there because I wasn't aware that that's what they did. So and that's extraordinary. The thing, like, that's what music can be good for is just like letting people know about where they live and, Absolutely. and what to look out for. And, you know, yeah. some things are dangerous and then everything needs respect. Absolutely, you're right. And and you're right, we're kind of, and it's getting a bit of bad rap at the moment, the old bull shark, yet they're part of our natural ecosystem. And, and the trouble is, the problem is not the bull shark. You've got fishermen, they're drilling holes in cans of dog food, 
and chuck mm, them in the river. Okay. You know, they're doing yeah. all things like that, wrecking the yeah, ecosystem. Absolutely. And it's like, no wonder and then the we blame the sharks. And yeah. They get blamed. But absolutely. No yeah, no good at all. So thank you for raising awareness for me as well. And uh, take, take your beautiful song away. Yeah. Yeah. What I got cola quanin, nadir, 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 one. What I got cola quanin, no. We got a cola quanin, nadir, nadir, what I got up, poor like one in Nadir, 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 what I got up, poor like one in the moon. Oh my gosh, goodness me, that amazing, beautiful, rhythmic, fabulous, it's so rhythmic, the language is so rhythmic as well, isn't it? Fantastically rhythmic, so it's lovely, lovely to work with musically, I can imagine. Oh yes. Yeah, so beautiful, and guitar, lovely, I bet the kids love that one. Yeah, it's it's that's, kind that's of the, that's the lead single. Uh, yeah, I reckon I reckon it would be. It's kind of got that that feel that just makes you f- kind of engage and feel good. And I'm sitting here tapping my toes and well, my, my insides are moving. Make, it's meant to make you dance. That's yeah, the, that's the perfect, yeah. excellent. So you you guys are teaching them the dances. I can imagine these kids just having a blast with you guys. So yeah. much fun. So thank you for bringing it down to our children in the region. And I think sometimes our regions miss out a little bit. So it's lovely to see you guys down here. Now tonight you've got your big performance. You're all set up, ready to go, pumped. Oh yeah, more or less. Yeah. 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 I mean, Kronos have got they got a big show. We're just there for. You know, one piece. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah, that piece will be something I was going to say, that piece will special, be pretty darn magical. So I'm thinking there's going to be some uh, some great music, some uh, some great language in there, and a little bit of dancing in the mix. I'm not saying too much, but I'm suspecting. They're, they're not saying a lot here. They've been very secretive. We'll see. You will see. So mm. you need to get along and go and check it out. If you haven't got a ticket, I don't know if there's any tickets left, but you need to get Might along. one or two. One or two. So mm. go and book yourself a ticket and get along and see these guys because I tell you what, it's going to be a fantastic show and the Kronos Quartet will be a bit of magic as well. So I can only thank you immensely for taking the time out of your busy schedule to come and join us on the Lunchbox today. It's an absolute pleasure to meet you, Ruben, and to meet you, Clint. And uh, keep making the great music. Keep getting the dance out there. Keep making the language happening. And uh, keep us on the radar when you've got things happening. We would love to be promoting it and uh, getting messages out there. 
So, yeah, keep us in mind. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. thank you very well much.